welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagro, and joining me in the studio today is Dr. John Crocker. Dr. Crocker is with JRA, and he is a vascular and interventional specialist here in town. Dr. Crocker, how are you? Great. Good, Good. morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming on this early Tuesday morning. I appreciate you taking the time to come talk about the CTA coronary scans. We'll, we'll dive into what CTA coronary scans are in just a minute, but I want to get to know you a little bit better. So outside of work, what do you like to do? Who are you? Well, I grew up here in Jackson and came back in 2002. Love to play golf on off days. Nice. Where, uh, where'd you go to school? Graduated college from the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and went to medical school at the University of Tennessee in Memphis. Okay. Tennessee boy. Yep. Through and through. Love it. All right. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about CTA coronary scans. So, we'll just kind of dive into the questions immediately. So, what is CTA? A CTA, I think everybody knows what a CT is, otherwise known as a CAT scan. A mm-hmm. CTA, the A stands for angiography. So what a CTA is, is a special CT scan that examines blood vessels. And for today's topic, we're talking about the coronary blood vessels, which are the blood vessels that supply the heart. Gotcha. Specifically, what is a coronary CTA? A coronary CTA is a special CAT scan of the blood vessels of the heart. So what the test is trying to determine is whether or not those blood vessels have blockages secondary to plaque buildup. Gotcha. Okay. So what are some methods for testing for CAD? So CAD, which stands for coronary artery disease, is or other methods of testing for that include exercise stress testing. That's a situation where you get on a treadmill and have leads hooked up to you and you might walk and then jog a little bit and see if there are changes in the EKG. Another uh, common way of testing for coronary artery disease is a nuclear medicine perfusion scan, which is a mouthful, (laughs) but that's a test where a special imaging agent is injected and it's a nuclear medicine test that helps determine the blood flow to the different parts of the heart. You said nuclear medicine tests nuclear being radiation. So what about radiation exposure? What are the safe levels? As weird as this might sound, when I think of radiation, my brain immediately goes to Chernobyl. And that's not at all the kind of radiation I assume that we're talking about. Right. No, we're talking about very low doses of radiation in general. Radiation exposure is important, and we try to keep that as low as possible for all types of uh, diagnostic testing. Just to give an example, however, a nuclear medicine perfusion test or nuclear medicine stress test, which that is also called, provides about 10 or so what are called millisieverts, which is just a unit of measurement for radiation. On the other hand, a coronary CTA can often be done in the range of 3 to 5 millisieverts, so more or less a half or a third or so of the radiation exposure of a nuclear medicine test. So what has changed about coronary CTA? Great question, Will. The guidelines have changed, and this is important in regards to the utility of the test. The American College of Cardiology and the American Heart Association have just published new guidelines. 
They've come out to say that coronary CTA is the only non-invasive testing modality given a class one recommendation. That means the highest recommendation for patients with acute or stable chest pain and also supported by what's called level A, that's the top level of evidence, uh, level A quality of evidence, and that CTA is, quote, effective for diagnosis of coronary artery disease, for risk stratification, and for guiding treatment decisions. So one of the problems with the other tests that we've mentioned for coronary artery disease is they're not particularly specific. In other words, they can have a relatively high false negative rate. In other words, you can have some plaque and those tests won't pick it up. And this is important because a coronary CTA can show that there's not a significant blockage, and certainly that's what we hope it shows. Uh, However, it may show that there is some plaque present. Mm -hmm. And that can alter one's medical treatment. Does that person need to be on a statin medication? Does that person need to be on other medication to help reduce the risk of further plaque formation and buildup in the future? I'm not sure if we mentioned it, and if not, we can add this in here, but what specifically is coronary artery disease? Kind of break it down for me like I've never heard of of it before. Yeah, uh, coronary artery disease is the term that is used uh, really for uh, talking about plaque buildup in the arteries that supply the heart, which are called the coronary arteries. So, unfortunately, there's confusion about uh, you know the word blockages and what's referred to as percent stenosis. Stenosis just means the degree of blockage. Okay. Uh, but all of that is under the uh, general term coronary artery disease. So, how, how does someone? get coronary artery disease? Is it lifestyle? Is it food they eat? Combination of both? What is it? It's a combination of those factors as well as uh, genetics. If there's a strong family history of coronary artery disease, that is considered a risk factor, meaning perhaps a parent or an uncle or sibling who has had uh, significant coronary disease or heart attack in the past, and that would certainly be considered a risk factor. Top risk factors that are controllable, though, are definitely smoking. Uh, Smoking is a huge risk factor for coronary artery disease, as well as abnormal cholesterol levels and lipid levels. And uh, finally, uh, diabetes is a big risk factor. So what other advantages are there for uh, CTA? Well, the good thing about a CTA as compared to other tests is that we see a lot of the other structures in the chest with the scan. So For example, a lot of times symptoms that can mimic those that are brought on by blockages in the heart uh, can often be seen with the CTA. For example, if there are blood clots in the lungs, they can be seen with the test. If there are problems with the aorta, which is the main artery in the chest, uh, those can be seen with this CAT scan as well. You can also see abnormal uh, areas in the lungs if there are abnormal fluid collections around the heart or around the lung. So there are a lot of other parts of the anatomy that can be evaluated. Gotcha. Okay. So should anyone have a CTA? Well, it's not considered a screening test. So not just anyone should have a CTA. There's no data really to support it as a screening test for the population as a whole. Only people who are having symptoms of some sort, and this is where discussion with your 
doctor or primary provider is really key. So if there are symptoms that might be hinting toward a problem with the heart, those need to be discussed with your doctor or provider to determine if the CTA is an appropriate test. Gotcha. So people can't self-refer themselves to have the test done. Correct. Okay. So what is the most important aspect of coronary CTA? The great thing about a coronary CTA is it's not a guess as to whether or not there is a blockage. In other words, a lot of the other diagnostic tests are trying to determine the risk of whether there's a blockage. The CTA gives a definitive answer as to whether there is blockage. Okay. So it's an actual anatomic test. The most important power of the coronary CTA is that it can definitively rule out coronary artery disease as a source of problems if the, if the scan is normal. So the power of a normal test is very important. Additionally, just to expand on that, if the test is abnormal, and especially if grossly abnormal, then it can help direct the next step in that patient's care or assessment and the patient will likely need to have an invasive cardiac catheterization. And that's the test where a small catheter is actually inserted uh, to the coronary arteries and, uh, and uh, the contrast dye is put in. And people are fairly familiar with that, I think, mm-hmm. with uh, either themselves having a test or a family member, et cetera. Sure. So let's say that I'm a patient and I, I need to have a, uh, one of these tests done. What is that day going to look like for me? Is this a test that takes an hour, takes three hours? Am I going to be in the hospital for a couple of days? Yeah, great question. Uh, No, the test does not require hospitalization. It can be done as an outpatient. The test involves pre-medication with a relatively low dose of a medication to kind of slow the heart rate and make it regular. And then when the patient is ready to have the test, an IV is put in. Mm Mm-hmm just like other CAT scans that require the contrast dye. And then the patient is put on the CT uh, gantry, we call it. It's the table that uh, goes in and out of the donut uh, part of the machine. Once the patient is there and all set to go, the scan takes less than five minutes. Oh, so it's a relatively quick, you know, half a morning thing. Yeah. Or or less. Or less. Okay. So what is the economic and efficiency impact for the CTA test? One of the key elements of the test is with correct usage, it can decrease the number of invasive coronary angiogram procedures. A large percentage of coronary angiograms that are performed uh, today are normal. If the test is grossly abnormal, then the patient can be directed to intervention or a diagnostic coronary angiogram uh, without any further testing. Then the CTA is given the information it needs to give, and if if there is a significant amount of blockage of the coronary arteries, then obviously they're going to need a catheterization. If the test is equivocal, then there is special software available that we have that can help determine with a high degree of accuracy whether the blockage is significant and whether the patient can be followed and treated medically or needs to go ahead and have a cardiac catheterization. And that Uh, additional information, which is supplied by a large body of artificial intelligence, actually, uh, has added a significant degree of of power to the test. What are some symptoms of coronary artery disease? Well, Will, I think that most everyone is familiar with the typical presentation on television or a medical show of someone clutching their chest with uh, chest pain uh, as they're having a heart attack. But mm-hmm. that's, that's a heart attack, uh, and that's what we actually want to prevent people from having. 
So the symptoms that may mean that there is some degree of blockage could be tightness or other discomfort in the chest, especially if it's brought on with physical activity, chest heaviness or pressure or squeezing sensation, uh, even sometimes a feeling of fullness or numbness in the chest or uh, aching into the uh, jaw or arm or other uh, places to include even the upper abdomen or back. If one is having these uh, types of symptoms or a combination of these symptoms, then those definitely need to be discussed with uh, your doctor or healthcare provider. So one thing that we're trying to push the public to understand is you don't have to go outside of West Tennessee to get great health care. There's no reason to go to Memphis or Nashville or Little Rock or wherever you can think of when we have just as good of health care, if not better, here in town. So what is the availability of the CTA test uh, and where? Is it in, only in Jackson? Is it also in Milan and Dyersburg? Where's right. it at? Yeah, you are absolutely correct, Will. These are This is a test that is uh, readily available here and going to be more available uh, in the future. We've been doing coronary CTAs for over 10 years here. About six years ago, we had an equipment upgrade that allowed uh, extremely fast uh, scanning at a lower degree of radiation dose. That was just our first step. Uh, our next step is to uh, have more modern uh, CT scanners that will allow this test to be performed at the affiliate hospitals throughout West Tennessee mm-hmm. and in an easier fashion uh, at the main campus as well as at the imaging center. You know, as we talk about coronary artery disease, one thing I do want to get across to the audience is that if you or someone you know is having new, intense chest pain, tightness, sweating, and those types of symptoms, then it's not time to just make an appointment with your doctor. You need to go to the emergency room, uh, again, especially if it's new and intense. On the other hand, if you are having symptoms that have been present for a while and you're just not sure what's causing them, then that's the time to make an appointment and discuss them with your doctor. Awesome. Well, it it sounds like the future for the CTA test is very bright. And uh, it's exciting to live in a place where healthcare is so so good. Thank you so much for coming in today to talk about it. I really appreciate it. Will, thanks for having me. Absolutely, listeners. If you're listening and you're having chest pain issues, and you know are maybe experiencing some of the symptoms that Dr. Crocker talked about, be sure to talk to your primary care physician. You know they they are your friends. They want you to be better. Hopefully, you never have to go see Dr. Crocker. But if you do, you're in good hands. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of We Talk Health.